Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan. Staring through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. Today, we are talking a brand new Amazon original directed by Regina King called One Night in Miami. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's talk some history. Cheers. Cheers. Well, hello, Daniel. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. Good. What'd you just pop open over there? What I got going on is I do have, uh, I think I've had, I'm sure I've had this before. I think I had it recently, but the PAL IPA from Hopworks. Okay. That's some good stuff. I was looking for something else, but I couldn't, I, the place that I stopped at didn't really have anything else that sounded good. So I just picked up this one. Stop at the 76. No, there's this little convenience store on my way home from work. Okay. Nice. Well, yeah, so I'm not nothing new today for me. Uh, I just kind of went with so we got snow out here in the Pacific Northwest today. So I thought, you know what? What's best to drink on a snowy day? I grabbed a uh went through the fridge here and I grabbed some salted caramel stout. Oh, nice, nice. A little break side here. I know nothing new, but uh it just seemed right for a uh, snowy day. I need to pick some of that up. Yeah, it's delicious. I think I'm only down to a couple of cans, though. I've got to get more. But yeah, some of my favorite stuff for the wintertime. Nice. But yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, Daniel, um, let's see. I think it's been a couple of weeks now since we did some news. You want to do some news today? You would think there'd be more, but I just, I just kept seeing when I was looking for news. It was all just like... It, it was all just based around, you know, I mean, it's technically news this week, but it was all just like regurgitated of the same stuff because a huge trailer dropped. Yeah. So I guess we have a trailer to talk with. And I think there's at least one thing. I don't know. I think I talked to you about it in person, but I don't think we've talked about it on the show yet that we'll talk about. Well, let's, should we just get into that trailer that we saw? Yeah. So in for this week of movie news, we finally got our first Godzilla versus King Kong trailer. And I got to say, fun trailer. However, I'm a little worried. It looks like we're going to get a lot of human stuff again. I know. And as much as I want to say, just like bring it back on the human stuff, because especially when King Kong and Godzilla are involved, I don't give a fuck what your family's doing. Right. Don't really and, care about the human you story. You know, Millie Bobby Brown, love you in Stranger Things. Do not give a fuck what your character's doing in these movies, though, because I want to see the monster. Was she in the trailer? I don't even remember yeah, seeing her. Yes, she was. Her. I'll go back and watch she, it. I don't even. She's not that tiny little girl that was trying to befriend no. Kong. No. No, I think they showed her in like a car or something. Okay. But um. Uh, I don't anyway, know. So like I said, but, I'm still excited to see. I I'm still excited. Like I I'm still gonna enjoy this. This is definitely like it's one of those ones that is coming to theaters and HBO Max same day. So definitely we'll be checking that out. Heck yeah. And I was talking to Gavin. I'm like, okay, so what movies do we need to watch before it comes out? I'm like, I guess you know, it's just Godzilla. Skull Island, King of Monsters. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch all three. Why not? I think not? Skull Island is probably the most fun out of all of them. I agree. I like the first Godzilla. I mean, I liked King of Monsters plenty as far as the fights go, but man, the human stuff. I mean, the movie we talked about on the podcast was just 20 to 30 minutes, way too long. Yeah. I do like when they're asking, like, why is Godzilla mad? I don't know. You tried to nuke him a couple times. That pissed me off. 
I mean, yeah, I know, right? But some cool footage. I think, personally, I think they showed a little too much footage of the Kong versus Godzilla stuff. I think they should have dialed that back in the trailer a little bit. But I guess they got two months to get people excited for it. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like, it... And I was talking to Gavin, like, every versus movie, it's always billed as this versus that. And then you see some fights, and then it's like, but then they always unite to fight the bigger, badder monster. Yeah, it's it's going to be so a tie. Like, with, yeah. Oh, so I'm, like, thinking... I'm thinking, like, is that going to be Mecha Godzilla, or is that going to be, like, Mecha... Oh, I would, I would love Mecha Godzilla. King, uh, what's his name? I don't remember. But, like, the end, because I remember, well, actually, Kidora? King Kidora, Gavin was yelling through the door. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm still looking forward to it. I mean, I really want to see this in theaters. If I have to, though, I'm just going to push the chair in the living room right up to the TV, turn off every single light down there, and just hopefully get some kind of movie movie theater experience in my own home. I mean, <laughs> make some you're, popcorn. <laughs> you're just like, don't don't turn on the light. Don't just don't break my immersion. <laughs> yes yes yeah because i am gonna say one thing i do not like about movies at home is versus theater is you're always tempted to like pause and take a break like go to the restroom or even pull out your phone which you know you can you can resist those urges but at the same time it's so much easier to do at home than of course in a theater right some people exactly. can't even do it in a theater though no i get that i mean just like i just want to i know like for the most part, I do want to get like immersed completely or as much as you can. But, you know, if you really have to go pee, I'm like, it is nice that you don't have to miss anything. True. I mean, but I also don't do any of the pre-planning that I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to make sure I go to the bathroom before I go into the movie theater. No, I'm just like, I sit down, start moving. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to pee 20 minutes in. Well, I never saw um, The Irishman in theaters. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to sit through a four hour movie. Yeah. Not no have thanks. a break. Exactly. Well, the only like bigger movie news that I saw circulating a lot this week was that they announced that, that, I mean, it's confirmed that it's in the works, but it's like not even like in development yet. It's just in very early stages of like, I guess it's like the earliest stages of development where they're just talking about what the show's going to be about. But apparently coming to HBO sometime in the future, uh, they're working on a Harry Potter TV series. Interesting. I didn't know that. I mean, that just came out this week. Like I said, there's no plot. There's no writers. There's nobody attached to it. They're just like throwing around the idea and they want to develop it. And Probably going to be through the eyes of other children at Hogwarts or something. I would like, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to lie. I would love like a comedy series. Like a cartoon would work perfectly, but like a comedy series about all the other like people at Hogwarts are just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, I don't know, just call him. I'm like, what, what, why are they doing that? Why is he not in trouble? Like, how is he not expelled? Yeah. yeah I, don't know, fun. But, I don't know. So who knows? I mean, I would obviously, I would rather like, like a different time period, but I'm also for Harry Potter, like live action series, that's gotta be super expensive. I know HBO will just pour money into it, but like those were huge blockbuster films. So you have to at least make it look like, you know, I mean, I guess the Mandalorian does a pretty good job. Like, I never feel like anything looks really cheap. Yeah. And definitely nothing looks cheaper than the CGI I'm already used to with Star Wars in, like, the original trilogy, like, you know, re-releases and all that shit. Special editions, yeah. Yeah. So Outdated I can handle CGI that like really that. needs to be, they just need to go back and really touch it up. 
because I, I don't mind stormtroopers going around on little uh, sand slugs, but go back and touch it up and update it. I know. I don't know why they haven't done that. They should. Like, if they're going to be there, if you're not going to really see originals, at least go back and touch up the CGI and just make yeah. it look like they're real. Yeah. <laughs> That's not too much to ask, I don't think. I don't think so. But anyway, that's beside the point. But yeah, so Harry Potter TV series eventually coming to HBO at some point. Don't know what it's about. I would prefer them just focus on a different time period. Maybe even focus on like just a completely different kid from another house. Well, that's what I'm thinking is maybe it won't actually be Harry Potter himself and Ron and Hermione. No, I don't think it will be. I think it said it was what I read was that they were trying to expand the universe. So they're working like other you know hopefully i mean maybe it won't even be at hogwarts It'll be like say by the bell the next class <laughs> maybe did that happen yeah or are you talking about the? is that what they called the Saved by the bell reboot no, no no this is like after the original characters ended like their story of like five season run or whatever they tried to do a the next class kind of thing mr belding was the only returning cast thing i don't even think it lasted a whole season like people hate this you're like oh who knew who knew what i still would like to see someday is the uh it was short-lived i think only like half a dozen episodes or so but i'd love to see the uh, fast times of richmond high tv show they started in the 80s that'd be interesting it had a the guy that played mr fargus was in it he was the science teacher okay i don't know my name is mr fargus yeah (laughs) (laughs) the only other uh piece of news that i had was that and i couldn't remember if this happened last week or this week but apparently it was this week but larry king died oh yes yeah dies at the age of 87 mr suspenders i know just like such like i don't know like i've never watched larry king but even if you've never watched him you know who he is yeah exactly like i mean like he's like they've spoofed him like he's been in spoofs of his own stuff i'm sure simpsons and family guy both <laughs> family guy i mean like i remember there was he did like a there was like a spoof in there in like the b movie i mean he was in they had a larry king and gravity falls like like he's just everywhere so you know who he is even if you've never actually watched the show mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think that so kind of like a tv legend got yeah. taken away from us well, I got a couple pieces of quick news here. Did oh, you see okay. the trailer release for this new Superman show coming out about Lois and Clark? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent family. that to me. I don't know if I responded. I watched it, and I'm like, this just looks really, really dark. Like, kind of basic CW, DC, gritty it up. <laughs> I, what like, I think I find funny, too, is I guess it's modernized. They're like, our kids are dealing with adolescents. They got anxiety. <laughs> yeah i i don't know i don't like, know yeah it, it looks yeah like i said very dark but kind of got a man of steel vibe from it which is kind of a good sign to me yeah i, know I, know. I thought it. it was weird that they had kids but which, yeah this goes back to the original uh mall rats conversation is how does lois carry kids like that that are from superman's firm i mean again only wonder woman would have a uterus that strong yeah, I don't know how that works. But um, yeah, I know it's kind of interesting, but I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, I don't think I will either. I don't watch any CW. So 
no i mean it just looks like i know it's just like lois and clark neat but it's the cw it's like okay well i, I will say the effects look pretty good like they looks like they've really done well in that area i mean i don't know i love smallville back in the day maybe I, I but i think i'd rather go rewatch smallville at least the first like five or six seasons of that before i watched this yeah i mean smallville gets pretty cheesy like it didn't yeah but that's one that went i get on what you're saying because you also have the nostalgia for it yeah it was a fun show for a while i mean once we got past a different meteor freak every episode in the first season and got into more storytelling in the second season they got pretty good for a while then they killed jonathan kent and i was pissed and i kind of stopped watching shortly after that and then his mom becomes evil yeah what the hell yeah right. it, it became too cw eventually it went from like groundbreaking cool to just too much cw kind of crap anyway yeah so the other piece of news um netflix has announced they're gonna do a third season of master of none Woo-hoo! oh yeah you were telling me about that and i can't wait i love that show i think i've seen it start to you know the first two seasons probably twice each through love it and uh, yeah i could do some more master of none in my life i don't know about you but yeah i love that I show think so it's a great show yeah yeah, was, I think it was our cousin that turned me on to it. And yeah, I just was hooked immediately. Just loved it. I love Aziz. I love his friends. And just, it's a great show. It's fun. It's only yeah. like, if you got Netflix, check it out. It's only like 10 episodes a season. Yeah, and they're half an hour episodes too, aren't they? Yep. Like the 20, like the standard 23, 30 minutes. So it goes by fast if you're used to watching, you know, Netflix shows. Well, yeah, so I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a, still a year from now till we get the ne- next season. But hey, at least it's cool to know one's around, coming around. right there sorry i just took my hat off and then i realized my hair was just like exploding out the side of my head so i decided to put the hat back on i got a haircut in a while okay well that's all the news i have but yeah superman show coming out that looks interesting and season three yeah that'll be cool i am i'll be looking forward to that when it comes out in two years any announcement for when we're supposed to see season four of Stranger Things? I don't think so. I haven't seen anything. Because I know they filmed a couple episodes before COVID hit, and I think they went back and started filming again. Uh, but yeah, I'm just waiting for that. Love me some Stranger Things. Well, it'll be here soon enough. Can't. I'm going to have to rewatch it, start to finish the first three seasons again. Build that sweet Stranger Things Lego set I got for Christmas. That'll be sweet. So cool. I love it. Love it so much. All right. Well, let's move on here and let's talk some other things we saw this week. I uh, think I watched like four movies this week, but I'm only going to talk about one. Okay. So I don't don't think I watched any additional movies this week. No? No. Yeah. I watched, you know, thinking this is before they announced it was delayed again. I was like, well, you know, I think in like April or something, we're supposed to get tomorrow or uh, no time to die. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to continue on with what i started last year and continue watching bond films so i watched thunderball and you only live twice then they announced hey, it's delayed till november it's like well whatever i think it's october 22nd jordan so not as long whatever hopefully but anyway so yeah i watched two classic sean connery bond movies loved it but then i was also like you know what i kind of feel like more modern spy stuff how about some mission impossible it had been a little bit but i watched i think it was like mid last year i watched the first one so i decided to watch mission impossible 
two. Say what you will. I enjoy that garbage. No one can see when I'm giving Daniel the finger through the screen. You know what? It might be the worst of the franchise, but it's still a fun movie. I enjoy it. It, it's just, it's just a lot of fun to me. I, the action is can be a little bit over the top, kind of into the cheese realm, but it's still good. It's kind still of? fun. Okay, I mean the most cheese part to me is when uh, Ethan and the guy come at each other with on motorcycles, jump up in the air somehow, and then collide. And hit each other. And instead of going straight down, they fall like ten feet, you know, to the like side, and then down the cliff, the into the beach. That's whatever. But yeah, you know, what? I this, mean, it may, call it a guilty pleasure, call it what you want. I enjoy this film. Again, I still think it's my least favorite of the franchise, but it's, I still enjoy it. Hans Zimmer yeah. score is awesome in it. I really wish uh, Ethan and Lana would have had a story though. That would have been really fun for the franchise. I think. But then I she really... just kind of disappears from the franchise completely. Yeah, I mean, I think although it's like several a... years between the second and third. Yeah, one, it's like a six-year hiatus. So you know, plenty of time for them to break up, I guess. But I mean, hey, they reorganize the franchise and they just get better. It's true. All right. Oh, Daniel, before we go any further here and begin talking about One Night in Miami, got to introduce you to somebody. We got ourselves a new mascot. Not a new mascot, sorry. Chewie's not going to get replaced, but he is going to have somebody join him. Is it? Oh, you got a baby Yoda? Look. Pika Pika. He's so... (laughs) Grogu. It's Grogu. Look. Look at him. Isn't he adorable? He is adorable. And cute little plushie. Wave to Daniel. He says hi. Hi, Grogu. Yeah. Pretty cute for 50 years old. He's adorable for 50 years old. Yes, he's going to join Chewie and you'll see him on our um, Instagram page. Yeah, he'll be a full-blown drinking baby Yoda. Very nice. All right. Well, I think that wraps it. Oh, wait. Sorry. I didn't really even get to the one I actually wanted to talk about. I was just trying to. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jordan. So I new new docuseries on HBO Max, two-parter. I watched the first part, Tiger, about Tiger Woods. It's about the, the rise, the fall, and the comeback of Tiger Woods. And uh, yeah, watched only part one so far, but so far really well made doc i think i would definitely recommend if you got hbo max check it out but yeah i mean do you have any interest in watching this because i'd love to like talk about it more when you've actually seen it it is that's the thing it's not very like i'm semi-interested but i'm not like a golf fan not really you know i just well it's kind of like care it's kind of like uppity and shelby american you don't have to be into cars to enjoy them just same with this you don't have to be into golf to enjoy the story I know, but it's more or less it gets knocked down because there are a, doc, a few docuseries out that I need to catch up on that I am interested in. So okay. it's not well, high up there. It's like fourth or fifth down. All right. Well, I'm just going to say watch part one and hopefully we'll watch part two in the next week. Enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, there's just, I learned a lot actually. I mean, I knew, we all knew Tiger Woods, you know, was this great golfer back in, you know, let's say early, late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, if not, I think he might be down as the best golfer now of all time. But, uh, Broke all kinds of records, and yeah, we all saw him on Wheaties and everything like that. But uh, it, it, it's cool to go kind of behind the scenes. I mean, I knew his dad from a very young age helped train him and bring him up and and teach him golf. Um, one person you, so you got to see him a lot. One person that uh, you don't, 
that I never saw before that you get to see. And this is his mother and how she was a big part of this. It's very interesting story. His dad was, they kind of allude to kind of a Joe Jackson type. Do you know who Joe Jackson is? No. The father of the Jackson five. Okay. So kind of a a-hole, if you will. Uh, just very strict father, just trying to like, you know, like golf is what you're going to be doing. Uh, one of my favorite interviews, though, so they, they interview a lot of like family friends. One of my favorite interviews, though, was, was his first girlfriend, first love in high school. They dated for about three years. And her stories are very interesting. And she, yeah, she just feels like when Tiger came to her house, like he got to just relax, be himself. Um, they talk about one thing that was just crazy is they talk about, um, I guess pressure from his parents. I mean, she reads she reads a letter that she got from him back in the day, breaking up with her, basically saying she's kind of a distraction for his golfing and things like that, and that just it just won't work out. And yeah, it, it, it's just crazy. I mean, you can tell his parents had a huge influence on the letter to get him, like you know, this girl's keeping you from reaching your potential. You got to just break it off. And whether or not she was or not, that's just yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. But. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, though. It, it, there was a lot of stuff I learned. And yeah, I would say if you got HBO Max, check it out, Tiger. Not to yeah. be confused with Tiger King. Well, that's on a whole different platform. Whole different platform, yeah. Still have not seen 10 seconds of that. Well, you're missing out. Sucks to suck. Am I? Yes. Yes, you are. Right, sure we were all in the... quarantine but it literally took the world by storm when that came out <laughs> the first new thing for everybody to watch when they're in their houses yeah just like oh shit and that's proud of the reason everybody's like well i'm doing nothing else and everybody has netflix they're like well we all watch tiger king mm-hmm. literally all right well shall i move on here yeah let's do it let's do it let's talk one night in miami So One Night in Miami here, written by Kemp Powers, who also wrote Soul, that we just watched recently. Oh, really? Nice. Yep. And directed by Regina King, who I I think this is her feature debut. I think she's done a lot of TV, but this is her first feature film. Awesome. Yeah, I had heard the name Regina King, but I couldn't place like what I had seen of hers. Yeah, just a lot of TV stuff. Uh, So yeah, starring... Uh, Kingsley Ben Adir, Ellie uh, Gray, Gray, <laughs> Aldous Hodge, and Leslie Odin Jr. Hopefully, I didn't butcher those too bad, but yeah, yeah, just a couple, just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess I'll read this synopsis here. So if anybody is not familiar with it, uh, set on the night of February twenty fifth, nineteen sixty four, one night Miami follows a young brash. Cassius Clay, as the he emerges from the Miami Beach Convention Center, the new heavyweight boxing champion of the world. Against all odds, he defeated Sony Liston and shocked the sports world. While crowds of people swarm Miami Beach to celebrate the match, Clay, unable to stay on the island because of Jim Crow era segregation laws, spends an evening at the Hamilton House Hotel in Miami's African American Overtown neighborhood, celebrating with three of his closest friends: Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown. During the historic event or evening, these icons, who each were uh, the very 
reputation of the pre-Black Power movement and felt the social pressure their crossover celebrity brought, shared their thoughts with each other about their responsibilities as influencers, standing up, defending their rights, and moving to moving the country forward to equality and empowerment for an all black for all black people. The next morning, the four men emerge, determined to define a new world for themselves and their community. Kind of a mouthful, but yeah, that is the uh, overall plot line here of this. Uh, so I guess I, I'll go first with general thoughts. Hadn't heard of this movie till Daniel here suggested it, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I sat down and watched it, and I gotta say, from the moment that the very beginning, you hear the Terrence um, Blanchett, I think is how you say his last name, the piano music, the music that he provided for the sh- movie. The second mm-hmm. I heard that, I was in. I don't know why, but I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna like this a lot." Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta say, I enjoyed myself quite a bit. This was just, uh, I really wasn't sure because it sounded like, "Wow, this is just gonna be like a lot of talking," in which it was, but. I but it, it was good talking so much yeah I, I had such a good time with all these characters it was kind of fun in the beginning we kind of get a glimpse of where each of them are february of 1964 before they all come together that night and yeah. just all the conversations and the regina king did a good job this could have been really bland and boring but she does a good job moving them in different kind of couple different areas which we'll cover later and just showing flashbacks to kind of keep, just keep it rolling uh, this film didn't overstay its welcome. It was perfect lengthwise. Uh, yeah, I mean, this could have been like a two and a half hour movie and that would have just been way too long, but it was a solid hour 45 and that was perfect. Oh, but I know. I, like, it didn't overstay its welcome. Like, it, especially it's, well, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. But, but yeah, but I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, again, general thoughts here. Enjoyed it quite a bit. Loved the music all throughout. The actors I thought were just great in their parts. But yeah, what, what are your general thoughts, Daniel? So general thoughts is like, honestly, like, I thought previously we had talked about it before. Like I thought, honestly, I thought you had talked about this movie in the past. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh shit, well, we should do that because we didn't know what else to do. I'm like, hey, but that's new and we could stream it for free on Amazon Prime. So I'm like, oh yeah, no brainer. And then I looked up some reviews and like, oh, people are liking this. Like critics like it. Looks like the audience score is pretty high too. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. And I'm like, it's brand new content. So might as well. And, you know, I was kind of unsure what to expect because all like the trailers are like this, like, like, I mean, the whole like uh, tagline is just like, this is a fictional interpretation of this. So I actually looked it up afterwards. I'm like, oh, there's literally like people just know they were in inter- they were hanging out together and that's it. But I mean, like for it being, and again, like I was super excited because it's like from the synopsis, I'm like, it sounds like they're all just hanging out in a room talking, which can either go like very well or very poorly. Like there's really no middle ground because either it it's got awful boring. Depends on writing, like, acting and directing. I mean, yeah. exactly. Like you need all of those to pull off. Like, cause I'm always looking for some, cause I really enjoy stuff like that. Cause that, and so this was not a disappointment for me. Like, yeah, like the dialogue was interesting and like part of the time, you know, yeah, and I, I like how they introduce the characters like small little vignettes, you know, for each one, you know, and to set it up and then you bring them all together and just the dialogue between the characters, the way like they interact, like they interact, like, I don't know, like, you know how, I guess like in real life, it felt like the most real I've seen like friends interact, like, cause you know, like, 
in like movies a lot of times like these are all my best friends and you know they're either like heavy archetypes or just like we're all just the best of buds but you know like in this group of friends like a couple people like know each other a little bit more you know like they essentially like have stronger bonds with some but not others but they're all still really good friends you know so you'd actually see that a lot in the movie Mm -hmm. and like how their dynamics break down when they're like oh i need to cool off so a couple of them split off for a little bit but like i i thought if it all felt very real the dialogue was very interesting and again like it was just very interesting like i was enjoying like the things that they were talking about and like the acting was incredible like the guy who played malcolm x was amazing I really liked him and uh well the guy who played muhammad ali well they're all really good but i was gonna say muhammad ali malcolm x and the football player and sam well all of them all of them yeah i I was trying to like oh one or two i'm like well then i'm no no everything was amazing like i liked all of it i thought it was really well cast i thought everybody was played their part to the t yeah i especially enjoyed sam cook a lot i just I don't know, maybe just music in general, but I just loved him as a character in this so much. But yeah, Malcolm X was great. Uh, Cassius Clay, which I'm going to be honest, I never knew Muhammad Ali went by a different name. That's okay. That <laughs> I was going to mention that to you. I'm like, that shows my sports ignorance. I know nothing about sports. Sports history, s- current sports, I know nothing. So I'm very ignorant to that. And then he's just like, Cassius Clay, I'm like, isn't your name Muhammad Ali? And then like towards the end, I'm like, oh, that's why he's named Muhammad Ali now. Like that's what he goes by now. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, all right. That was interesting to know, but I felt very dumb because I'm like, I bet everybody who knows even a little bit about boxing knows that tidbit about Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah. But I you know. know. I, I had no idea. I've always known him as Muhammad Ali. <laughs> exactly. I don't, and I don't even think, I, I have, it's been so long since I've seen it. The Ali film that, uh, Will Smith, where Will Smith played Muhammad Ali. I don't even remember him going by a different name than that, but again, it's, I haven't seen that since theaters back in like, what, 2002 or three when that came out. So, yeah. I've forgotten a lot. But, yeah. Good stuff, though. Um, yeah, I think as far as, like, Jim Brown's the one I was probably least familiar with as far as um, character goes. I mean, he did, he was a football player that turned actor. The only thing I think I've seen him in, though, was... Uh, brian banks was he in brian banks yeah i think he was the main guy he looked familiar oh no 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 i mean the as far as jim brown him the actual in real life person goes oh 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 i thought you're talking about the actor okay no, go no, on. No, no. no i think uh he was in mars attacks <laughs> no way yeah yeah he i mean he was in the one of the the film, you know, it's how they show him at the end on a movie set with tanks in the background. That was for the Dirty Dozen. So he was in that movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, he had, yeah. He had a decent uh, career in film. But uh, yeah, uh, what, 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 I'm trying to think, where, where do you want to start with this as far as... Uh... I know, that's the thing. It's like, it's hard to talk about more or less like, because there's not like, for, we don't move from scene to scene to scene. We get character introductions and then for like 90% of the movie they're in a room talking, interacting with each other. Like, obviously, it's very character-driven. But let's see. I guess more or less, as far as, like, when they were doing cutaways to the different characters, I think I enjoyed 
the uh, Jim Brown and the uh, Sam Cooke aspects of the movie the best. Yeah, uh, definitely liked... Sam Cooke stuff for me. Same, yeah, like, cause yeah, I, I really like listening to that music every once in a while. Like, it's not something that I have on heavy rotation, but like, I've heard Sam Cooke. I've heard the songs that he's singing, you know? So, like, Don't I, I enjoy that. History. Don't know much biology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I'm, I don't know. I like Sam Cooke's character really well because he was kind of like the, he felt like the outsider of the group or like something who didn't like, weren't exactly in sync with the rest of them or at least not at he's felt the most detached from the main friend group i guess well with- they all have different different um ways they want to go about i guess the same thing if you will yeah or they, they're all like looking at like the same thing from different perspectives and i guess sam cook's character has the most like different perspective from the other three or yeah but they, it's kind of interesting because they all are trying and I guess that's I guess that's a good place to, you know, get into. It's just like they're all trying, or well, Malcolm X is severely trying to obviously, like, go for racial equality, and you know, Sam Cooke is more just like, well, you know, like I'm kind of working towards that too, just in a different way. That was kind of interesting because he's like, yeah, I'm doing this. I I have my own business. I promote black artists. You know, I do these things for my community, and then Malcolm X just kind of doesn't recognize that as anything. You know, which is too but bad I do like, because, you know, yeah. they all have their own perspective, what they're doing. Like some of them are just like, you know, Muhammad Ali's like kind of with Malcolm X. Like he's kind of like Malcolm was his mentor mm-hmm. and obviously got him to into the Islamic faith and ultimately leading to him changing his name to Muhammad Ali. You know, so that's obviously a big connection there, but which also I did not know about. Yeah, Although I guess. Well, I guess that's also conjecture because I guess like, you know, they all hang out and then the next day that's when Muhammad Ali announces that his, he changes, he's changing his face to Islam and then he eventually changes his name. So that's conjecture, like that's kind of, which I guess I would, would make sense. I don't see how that wouldn't be true, even though it's not 100% confirmed. But I did like how, again, like the friend group, like they're all very different people. They're all famous people essentially striving towards like a brighter future in their own ways, either for themselves or for like their communities and like for like black people as a whole in any, like they're all striving for a better future for themselves and their communities, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a better way to put that. And I thought, and I, and you could kind of see like, you know, Malcolm X is more like, you no, know, my way or the highway you know, was a very like kind of rigid character, but still very charismatic all in the same, which again goes towards the acting of, what was his name? Kingsley? Kingsley, yeah. Kingsley Ben-Adir. Yeah. I don't know, like you kind of understand a little, little bit from each perspective. Like you, yeah, I, and that again, that's well, they, why- they, this... What I liked is that they gave each character their own room, equal amount of time in their own room. So like, we got to know each one of them. It wasn't just like, you know, here's Malcolm X. Can these three guys keep up with them, kind of thing, or anything like that? They were each their we, own person. It could have totally ended up like that, too. You know, because Malcolm X is probably, I mean, right behind, Mah- well, I don't know. Malcolm X is like huge, like historical figure, but I mean, so is Muhammad Ali. They're all huge. They're all literal heavyweights in the history books. Yeah. I mean, you got one of the best NFL players ever, 
you know yeah so and i think that really just like is what kind of helps balance out the movie the movie is that since we're observing four very large characters in the at least like the civil rights era of like u.s history that you kind of have to all give them their own time or else one person went and like well i'm really interested in malcolm x well i'm really interested in muhammad ali you know you you have to give them all their own time because these heavyweights like deserve their own time they earn their own time i I thought they did a great job with the script and directing and just balancing it all out and giving us equal time with each character and them all having their own moments i I thought they did a really good job with that yeah but now i I guess to piggyback on like their own moments but also just like you understood kind of their exact perspectives like they clash they agree they disagree but you all get the sense like yeah since they are all so well acted written and just like shot like you understand each of their positions at the end i'm sure you some people feel more for how malcolm x goes about it by the end of the movie how you know sam cook goes about it but like that's the amazing thing about this movie. it was just really really good i wasn't expecting to watch something this good i guess yeah well i again i really wasn't i wasn't sure where it was going to go but i wasn't expecting to be as good as it was which yeah that's a good surprise to have though or a nice surprise to have it, it makes me want to go watch um Denzel Washington's Malcolm X movie. Now I've still to this day have never seen that. And that's kind of my biggest, like my biggest like follow-up is I have never seen that. They talked about it in the movies. Uh I think it was just called the movies, like docuseries that we watched a while ago. Mm-hmm. And it's still one that I've just never seen and I need to see it. Yeah, same. I mean, because that's got that like, and that's like got Denzel Washington and also Ed Norton's like character in that is also like. I hear a lot about that character as far as like one of Ed Norton's like Edward Norton's like best characters in a movie. In that he was in that? I, I don't know who's in that. Are you you're not thinking of his American History X character? Oh, I'm thinking of that. Never mind. Okay. I was like, I was gonna look that up real quick. I'm like, is he in that movie? Maybe he is. <laughs> Oops. My bad. <laughs> Another great movie though, that we should we should review that sometime. I would definitely, yeah, I'm definitely being to live it. Honestly, like, yeah, I know, like, I, I just really liked this movie. Like, I definitely would recommend it to anybody who's, like, even slightly interested. Yeah, same. And the flashbacks definitely help, too, just kind of keep the story moving and it's not just guys in a room. But, um, yeah, some favorite moments of mine. I really enjoyed the rooftop scene. That was really w- well done and executed, I thought. Yeah. Sam Cooke live performances. I mean, especially when um, they do the flashback of when Malcolm X went and saw him and how he gets the whole crowd doing the chain gang. Yeah. I thought that was just awesome. That was a great scene, great moment. And then yeah, no. I, I love the end too with him singing on the talk show, how he did a song, came, went and talked to the guy, then went back to singing another song. I thought that was great. Yeah, I know. Plus it like kind of like shows the influence that Malcolm X had on him being like, I could be more, mm-hmm. you know? So I mean, it's great for the character in the movie and it's a great song too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, yeah, was honestly, to, like on the walk earlier today at the dog, I was listening to the soundtrack to this. <laughs> nice, yeah. The uh, I guess my as far as favorite moments, like the Sam Cooke scenes were like by far and fairly. He was my favorite character to kind of like listen to because he was more Same. of the outlier. So I kind of enjoyed. Well, his and I loved his and... business plan too about the Rolling Stone song. His explanation of that, like, you know, I'm still making money off this. Like, we're still winning. Yeah, I know. And he's just like, yeah, again, like, and that was his unique perspective to the situation, yeah, which, you know, I, I makes really, sense because they're like, yeah, we need to win economically. And 
you know, in other ways too. If we're, but if we're not winning economically, then we're not really getting the freedom that we're, we want. And yeah. Again, like it just, it, it clicks in a certain way. It clicks in a mindset. So like, obviously it wasn't Malcolm X's mindset, but it still made sense to the overall goal, mm-hmm. you know? But um, yeah, honestly, Sam, the Sam Cooke scenes, Riff Iron Favor, but I did like uh, Muhammad Ali and like his interaction and like, I mean, like, yeah, like the fight scene was fun at the very beginning. Um, you oh, see, I like, love, oh, what is that guy's name? They brought, there was a guy I haven't seen. He was in the last season of Californication. He was uh, the guy that was like one of his trainers. Mm-hmm. He had the dark hair. Um, he wasn't the old guy, was he? Angelo was his name, Angelo. Uh, okay. but played by a guy named Michael Imperioli, I think is how you say his last name. But uh, yeah, it was fun seeing him in something else because I haven't seen him since Californication ended. Nice. But yeah, I, I liked uh, when he was practicing underwater too. Yeah, because that's, a, I'm like, well, I saw that picture. I'm like, I've seen that picture before of him like boxing underwater. So I, I thought that Creed was too. really cool. What? So you saw it in Creed too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's true. Still never seen the first Creed. <laughs> yeah, you have, haven't you? No? no. I never saw it in theaters, and then we decided when we were... Are you Creed in the, you in the movie Creed 2 without never... seeing the first? Yeah. Oh, shit. No, you gotta see Creed. You gotta see both of them. Creed 1's by far my favorite of the two, but yeah, you gotta see both. I know I should, because Creed 2, even with no context, was still really good. Alright, so next week we're gonna review Creed. No. <laughs> Maybe. i would love to do like maybe two movies at a time do all the rocky movies that'd be fun i'd have so much that's fun a lot that. of rocky well you do like two here and then like a few weeks later do another two mm-hmm. then a few weeks later you don't do it like week after week after week after week after week i guess that's fine i guess that's true but yeah um i'm trying to think of like any other thoughts like i mean again like not a lot of like moving parts to the movie because they're all together for like from once they get together till the end of the movie. So I want to say, what changes. an awesome hotel room. You got that uh, r- vinyl player right there. You know, you know the, what do they call those? Like where it's built into like the furniture? I don't know what those are called, but yeah, like a giant oh, turntable furniture. Right there in the hotel. Oh, that was a nice hotel room. Like, I don't know if I've stayed in a hotel room that nice. Well, that's the thing is like, they're oh, technically the turntable like, like the... That, though. <laughs> Well, what's kind of funny about that is I was thinking about that. I'm like, they're tech, like, this is 1960s. Like, it's supposed to be like a shitty little, like, blacks only motel that they're staying in. And I'm like, that's still a nicer room than you get most of the time at at most hotels, like mid range hotels. Yeah. So I'm just like, that's just kind of fun. Like, changing times. Like, it that was used nice. to be nice. Like, it was clean. <laughs> Everything was just yeah, I was just like, wait, the di- I remember like the dining room is separate. Like there's a dining room and a kitchen in there. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Like, it's I, not just a microwave. But yeah, that was something I know. I'm like, man, this hotel room's nice that we're in. And yeah, a turntable and then playing the music. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to start wrapping it up here. I mean, I highly recommend this movie to everybody. I think it's definitely worth checking out if you got, especially if you have uh was it Amazon Prime? Yeah, Amazon Prime. So if you have two-day shipping, you can watch this movie for free. Woo-hoo. And definitely, I think that's, yeah, both highly recommended from both of us. Yeah. It's yeah, also far- like a great... Go ahead. 
I mean, well, I was going to say it's like a great start. For, I think this is like the first brand new movie we've seen of the year. Yeah. So nice kickoff to actually seeing new content for 2021. I agree. Yeah. No, and I'm, I'm glad you recommended this again. I don't remember talking about this before. You said I brought it up. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I just saw the name. And I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. That's that movie. And I looked it up. I'm like, oh, that is the Muhammad Ali movie, you know? And then it was free on Prime. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then that, that sounds Ooh, good. Already. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I would, if I had grade this out, I give it a solid A. I thought it was great. Fantastic performance by the actors. Great direction. Great dialogue. Uh, just, again, goes down pretty smooth. I no no scenes go too long I don't think um and yeah they again it just doesn't overstay its welcome and go into the two hours at all so that's nice but yeah I I loved it and I highly recommend it seriously yeah same here a plus like eight like it was a plus all the way around it just gives acting gives you stuff character to think directions about too. Like dialogue it's all amazing how would it, oh man in the intro scene with a. Was it uh, Jim Brown talking to that gentleman on the porch? I know. Where you're just like, oh, this is nice, refreshing. I'm like, this is the 60s, right? I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then he just like ends the conversation like, well, you know, we won't let Negroes in the house. And you're like, oh, okay. I know. He's like, he's got this NFL star at his house. They're having a great conversation on the porch. And he's like, oh, you need help moving furniture? Well, I'll help you move furniture. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you know, we don't let Negroes in the house. Like, wow. Really? Yeah, I know, especially like... Like, what, are you afraid your neighbors are going to see? You well, all have I mean, like five like, acres you know, anyway, but like, you're afraid neighbors... What the hell? Which also, they do a lot to like kind of subvert that expectation too, because he's like having a nice, pleasant conversation. He's super excited that he's at his house. You know, Threw me off. Just, you know, and then he's just like, you know, like, you know, talking about like, oh, some neighbors stick in the muds, I say. You know, like, we should... It should be known that you are from this town. You are a, a town hero, but... You can't come in my house. Are you kidding me? And help me move furniture. Like, yeah. So nice you to want to volunteer yourself to help move furniture. It's like, yeah. So I'm like, they did a lot in that in that dialogue to be like, oh, okay. I didn't think we were going this way for this character. No. Oh my gosh. Makes sense, I guess. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm just looking at it. I'm like, he's super nice. Cause I just got like, I, I'm like the house. I'm like, this feels like a plantation house, which is making this conversation, how pleasant it is kind of weird. And then she's like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think Jim Brown, out of all of them, is the only one still alive because Malcolm X died, I think, a year or two later. Well, he's, I mean, at the end of the movie, they say, what, he died? I think he died, like, two Maybe days a after. Year later? Yeah, not too long. But yeah, Malcolm X, I think, was the first to go. Sam Cooke died very young in his early, like, mid-30s, I think. Ali was around till maybe late. 2000 oh i don't know what you call it early 2000s but like oh nine early aughts yeah i don't remember i forget i forget when he died but he was yeah. he was around for a little while still malcolm x died in february of 1965 so he died early next year so a year later okay after the time of this movie so he was but yeah sam cook as far as i know is still alive though i think he's retired from acting and everything but yeah still alive or excuse me jim brown sorry crazy yeah sam cook well i mean was sam cook part of the rat pack no you're thinking of sammy davis oh you're right never mind (laughs) 
and both named Sam. Still a great performer. I, I I do love his music. He's got like "Twist in the Night Away" is a great song. He he's he's got some great oldies that I love listening to. Yeah, I mean you've you've heard "Twist in the Night Away." What a what a I can't talk. What a wonderful world this will be. Uh, a change is gonna come. I love that song. Yeah, he's got some great great stuff. Very talented. Very very talented. Yeah. But yeah, I was listening to the soundtrack and actually some of his music on our walk today in the snow, the dog, and uh, yeah, just enjoying myself. Honestly, that sounds kind of nice. I'll probably listen to the uh, soundtrack tomorrow while I'm working. Yeah, I might listen to more. I'm going to walk to the store here soon. Nice. I am carless at the moment, so. Oh, really? That's too bad. Well, yep. So I might be walking down to the store here soon. Enjoy the snow. Oh, that'd be fun. I think it's slush now, but it'll be fun. Thanks for those boots that you didn't want anymore. You're welcome. (laughs) They come in handy. All right, Daniel. Well, let's wrap it up here. Where can they find us? They can find us online on movies underscore brews on Instagram and Twitter. And really interested to hear what other people have, like what other people thought about this movie because I haven't heard anybody talk about it. When I look it up, there's all this like critical acclaim. So I'm like, okay, well, I haven't heard anybody else talk about it. I think there's a guy in Japan that might watch it soon and get back to us. Oh, that's good. It's gone international. Very nice. Yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm i glad. Kind of a fluke chance, but I don't know if I would have seen this movie had it not been for that. Yeah, this is one I, th- I would have seen this in theaters too, but it's nice to just watch it at home. Yeah all right well hey everybody thanks for downloading the show if you like it share it with others and yeah if you're on itunes give us a five-star review why not helps the show grow and we will talk to you next time on movies and brews cheers Cheers. it's been a long long time coming but i know change gonna come Oh, yes, it is.